1: everyone, and welcome. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean-Marie Ferris, your host, and I'm so thrilled for you to join us live on the Voice America Network to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have a great show today, Deep Living, Being at Home in Yourself, with an amazing guest. One of my favorite quotes by T.S. Eliot, We shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all of our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. You know, we all experience our own personal journeys in life with its joys and challenges, and my book, my first book, The Long Journey Home, captures my life-changing transformational journey during my time spent in the Far East. The change was subtle And magnificent. It was a journey where I truly came home to my true self and in many ways came to know myself for the very first time, stretching and expanding myself, moving beyond what I thought I was and experiencing the spiritual revelation that my journey was all about love. So our life circumstances and experiences push us in ways to change and see things from Different perspectives. And today, many are overwhelmed with fear and anxiety, uh, with changes that have significantly disrupted our lives in unexpected ways. And we're really trying to figure out how to manage during this challenging time. How do we embody a different way of living? So, today, this is an invitation to come home. Our amazing guest, Dr. Roxanne Howe Murphy, will help us find our way home through what she calls deep living. I just love that. She's an author, change maker, teacher, international retreat leader, and a pioneer in integrating the Enneagram and coaching. Her work is oriented toward, I love this, less self as we have come to know it. And leans into a unified sense of being and into the mystery of life. So on that note, I welcome our amazing guest, Dr. Roxanne Hal Murphy, to our show. Welcome, Dr. Hal Murphy.
2: Oh. Thank you so much for your beautiful introduction. Um, Jean, I, I love the quote. Um, I've used that quote uh, many times, and it's dear to my heart, and indeed we come back to where we start, only at another level well,
1: of oh consciousness. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. I use it in all of my writing classes. I write it on the board, and I say, uh, I say okay, uh, when you leave this class, I want you to look at where you are in terms of you know the new you. So I love that quote. So I'm say, Dr. Hal McMurphy, that your body of work is absolutely fascinating. And, you know, we conversed uh, some time ago, and I was truly inspired by your work. And you share more about the Enneagram and you actually sized me up quite well and applied it to my to my life, and it made me more aware. So let's just dive in. Tell us more about yourself and explain this concept of deep living. What what inspired
2: this? Thank you. Well, um, you know, my thread uh, starts when I'm a, a child. I grew up on a farm in the Midwest, and one of my memories is, and it's with me. Uh, forever, really, is looking into the night sky, You're sitting on a stoop, you know, on the farm and looking up by myself into that night sky and going, oh, my gosh, you know, it's oh, what is this? And what wh- who am I? What's my relationship, you know, to all of this? And what is you know, I, I always felt uh, inspired and in awe. And that sense of awe um, has carried with me um, through my whole life. You know, I, I, um, as an undergraduate, or after my undergraduate studies, I worked with people with uh, disabling conditions. And uh, one of the things that I learned from that time in my life, working with these amazing people, uh, was I learned to look beyond the visible challenges and see who they were see their, know their hearts, uh, their dreams. Um, you know, I was really given a gift of recognizing their wholeness. So that sense of whole of the wholeness, that which lies beyond what's visible. Um, and certainly it, uh, that was a population that for many people would say, Oh, they're broken, you know, in some way. And indeed the wholeness is alive and well. Um, and so, uh, that inspired me and I eventually went on to teach at the university and loved my teaching and there came a point where I knew that I was being moved in another direction spirit had other plans for me and so yes. <laughs> when I left I gosh I you know I didn't know what the next step was. I left without knowing and so there is another piece of being in the unknown that came to me um quite early um, I I discovered coaching, um, and as I was, had my own practice, I got my credentials in it. And after I had um, started my practice, I felt like something, hmm, something just wasn't getting to the core of what was going on for people, and I didn't know how to I I didn't know how to um, access that. So that's what actually brought me to the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so I can talk a little bit about the ending, uh, what, what, what did bring me out. You know, I, I actually had a very good life um, and had done years of inner work, um, therapy, meditation, spiritual development work. And I work with some amazing teachers. But at my core, and I know you have had other um, guests who've talked about this as well. Um, that I was still struggling internally, like there was something wrong with me. There was something that I wasn't getting, so there must be something that needed to be fixed. And you know, as it happens, when we're least expecting it, uh, a gift appeared to me. and it took me it took some time for it to appear, I will say. Um, but it landed in my lap. I actually think it it found me as much as me f- finding it. And I registered for a week-long training with two esteemed Enneagram pioneers, the belated uh, Don, Richard, Don Richard Riso, who um, I worked with for years and years and years, and Russ Hudson. And what happened on that first evening will stay with me forever. I, you know, I was sitting in the midst of other students as the teaching began. It had just begun. It was the first night. And... I, I'm not uh, prone to this kind of experience, so it was shocking to me. But I felt invisible arms around me, and I Mm. heard the words, "This is your work." My goodness! And and of course, Jane, I, I was shaking right, and I I had no clue as to what that meant. I had no clue, and then again. I felt these invisible arms and it's like they were shaking my shoulders it's like mm. listen 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 right it was that that kind of a feeling this is your work and so you know I had tears streaming down my face you know I have people sitting around me and they have no clue what's going on right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, and I was still clueless as, as to what it meant but at that moment I said yes. And so, over the next um, well, it's been 20 years. I've been coaching, and I've been living it. I've been I, I live this work. I'm coaching with it, uh, writing, teaching, started coaching school, another institute as well to uh, lead retreats to bring this work of um, of the Enneagram based uh, in presence to as many people as possible. So I feel, and then coming to this, um, my latest book, Deep Living with the Enneagram, I feel so guided and so purposeful. You know, what's so
1: amazing about uh, what you shared, uh, it reminded me uh, when I was uh, in Malaysia and at the end of my journey, I kind of have this, you know, overpowering, <clears throat> you know, presence of and, and 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 the thought about why and what what was the purpose of all of this and just like you indicated the arms surrounded you, it's like a voice whispered to me. It was all about love. And of course, since that point, it's like this has been kind of my <laughs> endeavor. Uh, and as you indicated, you have to not only uh, uh, teach it, uh, uh, learn it, but you have to embody it in order to teach it. And therefore, it's like. Every minute of the day, you have to be aware of what you're thinking, what you're feeling, your actions, uh, because you know when you're not on point. So that that, that whole point of awareness and coming to terms with what your mission is, I think, is so very important.
2: Well, and what you're saying, and I love your story. I mean, it's so powerful. <laughs> it's so beautiful, um, and and you really are emblematic of what can happen you know and that change that shift in consciousness and awareness and 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 the gift of uh listening to the guidance and as you were saying coming into contact with your body and your and your feelings your heart um all of that is having that direct experience of what is true for me and that's, that's not so easy, in, particularly in the Western culture, right? It's not We're so course, easy because there's a lot of distractions uh, that take us away from that. Or it's not talked about, you know, except in <laughs> very, very private conversations. Yes, yes.
1: But I think we have to come to terms with uh, You know who we truly are and if we are inspired with uh, divine messages or inspiration uh, to travel a certain path (laughs) or to meet our destiny in a different way as we help ourselves and help others, uh, because I think we really do have to look at helping ourselves First, So that we can give more of what we are learning uh, to others and empower others as we empower ourselves. So it is a reciprocal uh, type of experience uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what we're doing. And uh, when you mentioned, I, I love your story, too. It's like when you. When you're looking at the night sky, it's like it's more, it has to be more to this. And I remember this yearning that I had. It's like these existential questions I began to ask myself at a certain point in my life after I reached all the, what can you say, the milestones <laughs> of yeah, yeah. what was supposed to be success. And uh, it's like, oh, wait a minute, something is missing. And I had that yearning so I can truly identify with that. Can you share with us what is Enneagram, what is that really about? What is it?
2: Well, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, you know, uh, it's a, a longer conversation, I think, you know, that we can have here. Um, let me just start by saying that it really is an integrative body of, of wisdom that leads to, um, to a well-rounded, holistic, understanding, awareness um Of ourselves and and then thus of of others but it it helps us awaken to the mystery of our true nature and that's what lies beyond the personality and you know a lot of people and I'm I'm guessing that some of your listeners will know the Enneagram as a typing tool a way to identify uh, what Enneagram type they are and it's been used that way really as a I think in the last 10 or 15 years or so it's become very popular actually Um, but if we only go that far we miss the point because that's really not what the Enneagram is intended to do it was brought to the western world Right before World War II started, I'm sorry, World War I started by Mystic Gurdjieff. And he said, if we do not wake up, now remember World War I, if we mm. do not wake up to our nature and who we really are, we will be killing each other in the hundreds of thousands. Mm. That yeah. was in about 19, I don't know, 17, 18, that he brought that to um, St. Petersburg, yeah. actually. So it is a framework for awakening, and and the um, the entry point to it is is to actually identify where do we land on this map, this symbol of the enneagram, and I'll talk about that symbol uh, in in a few minutes. Where do we land? Uh, what, and people say, "Well, what type am I?" Um, and well, the way I like to look at it is, well, what type patterns do I identify with? Mm. And what's pretty shocking about this is that where we land tells us, um, from a personality perspective, who we are not. Mm. Not who we are, but who we are not. And if we continue working with it, we go beyond those personality patterns uh, allow those to heal and, um, and dissolve and melt and drop away and be released so, so that our true nature can be revealed and, and express itself. It's always there, it's always there.
1: Mm, I, I really love that because we spend so many, I guess, so much of our time with shaping this image of who we are, our personalities, building that, yes. our roles, and then we get, it's like we become overshadowed uh, and we miss the reality and the truth of who we really are playing these different roles and images and things like that so i i am really looking forward to you sharing more about this but i think it's time for us to take a quick commercial okay. break <laughs> so don't go away we'll be right back with more on deep living being at home in yourself with our amazing guest dr roxanne Hal murphy founder of the deep living institute
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
4: Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio based meditations, energy transmissions, and live streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart opening, beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at gene 72 farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And joining me is our amazing guest, Dr. Roxanne Hal Murphy, founder of the Deep Living Institute, changemaker, author, teacher, international retreat leader. On deep living, being at home in yourself. I just love this topic. You know, this is about awakening and transforming your life. Uh, we're extending an invitation to discover more of who we truly are to live a life of love and fulfillment. So let's connect to our infinite nature and mm-hmm. hear more from Dr. Roxanne Hal Murphy. Dr. Murphy, I, I know we we left off with you talking about the enneagram, and uh, in our sh- on our shows we talk a lot about self love and self worth. Yeah, and, and uh, I know in your enneagram you refer to the map of love. What what is that all about? I found that so intriguing.
2: <laughs> Indeed. Well, the the enneagram um, it shows us when we work with it and work. Um, deeply with it, we identify what our patterns, the habits associated with the Enneagram type. And, you know, there's often a tendency to be self critical. Oh, to think, oh, we should know better than, to, oh, I should, I'd done that before. Didn't I work this out in my life already? But, you know, as we learn to breathe and sense into whatever our challenges are, we, you know, those might be being, feeling. Envious or resisting somebody else's uh, desire to help us, or wanting to avoid any sad feeling. Thinking, "Oh, those are negative. I don't want that." Uh, those are just you know a few examples. We learn to um, be with our experience and and allow it, not not wallow in it, but allow it with compassion and a curiosity and a willingness to see that that part of ourselves. And that's part of the human condition. So we're present to what shows up. And based on presence, we realize we do not need to take action on what's showing up. So if I have this urge to go out and make sure that everybody, you know, in the environment is safe <laughs> um, is to realize, oh, come back, come back to me, come back to my true nature, come back to myself to home and and that's a powerful uh, process because we learn to um, have choice you know in that matter and something begins to shift in us. there's actually more space for the real, essence to come through rather than just uh, acting automatically on our patterns so rather than rejecting something about ourselves which is historically what we've learned to do think that there's something wrong we use it rather as a doorway for transformation and you know this breaks every role to hear this gene but the truth is that there's nothing wrong with us Um, That can sound like a platitude uh, or a mantra to be repeated over and over. We've got to make something happen to make sure there's nothing wrong with this. But it's really the truth. And when we work with the Enneagram, it brings us to a a direct experience of knowing this truth that there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, There's nothing wrong with what is real within. So uh, the... The focus of the Enneagram is really to bring us into a more um, authentic connection to ourselves, a real connection to ourselves, a loving connection based on this reality. Let me just read a very short paragraph um, from from my book, Deep Living with the Enneagram, Recovering Your True Nature. This is uh, the last paragraph in the first chapter, which is called Following the Urge to Be Real. Um, A Map of Love, Why, why do I call it that? It speaks to the river that runs deep in the shared human experience with truth that is seldom spoken. It lets us know that we are not alone. It illuminates the places where we hurt and the exalted qualities where we shine. It explains and normalizes the inner polarities and allows us to knit our lives back together with real meaning. It shows us that every human being, regardless of their outward image, is on his or her own unique but similar journey. It invites us to awaken to a greater reality. And love is the nature of this reality. Oh. That's why it's a map. Of
1: wow, love. that that is so beautiful. You know, now uh, many people, of course, going through a lot of... Uh, life-changing experiences. Many are overwhelmed and confronted yeah. with a lot of anxiety. And, you know, I know uh, of course we've had to slow down to uh, to some extent. And this is an opportunity to really connect more with ourselves and have a better relationship with ourselves. Uh, what 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 are your thoughts on that? If, if I hadn't felt good about who I am or have low self-worth and how can I you know, connect more with myself and have a better relationship with with who I am to reduce maybe this anxiety
2: or overwhelming stress or whatever. What's What's your your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, you know, it's multi layered. Um, you know, anxiety really uh, is part of the human condition yes. in many ways, but. Uh, and, of course, in, in these days with all that is happening uh, in the world, um, you know, the extreme weather and COVID and, you know, we go on and on here, that um, we learn to not identify with all of our experience as, oh, that's real. That, that's what I am. So, in other words, if I'm experiencing anxiety... What I can say is, oh, oh, how does this actually feel in my body? Oh, what am I noticing, you know, as I breathe? Uh, where is it showing up? Is it showing up in my gut? Is it showing up in my, you know, chakra, third chakra? Or, my, you know, my solar plexus? And my Is it around my heart? Is it my, you know, shoulders? Where, where is it my toes? You know, where, where is it? And can I uh, breathe with that? And, you know, breathing is powerful, as we know, uh, and we have the ability to discover what is in us that isn't anxious as well. So we start to um, come into a different relationship with us, ourselves, rather than saying, I'm anxious, to say, oh, this is anxiety. I'm, I'm experiencing anxiety right now. This is part of what many in the world are experiencing, but it does not define me. And that's a key. If anything can get conveyed in our call today, is that our experiences of suffering, of pain, of uh, all the discomfort, of uh, whatever emotions we think we shouldn't be having, whatever experiences we think we shouldn't be having, uh, is not to identify with those as who we are they are simply experiences and and by breathing by coming into contact with our um inners if we can discover what is still or quiet or not affected within us on um, dropping down into our bellies connecting with the precious earth uh, we also create more space, we become more spacious. These, these um, experiences that we have of anxiety, um, uh, uh, anger, you know, whatever the, our reactions to um, others in life that might be, you know, people that might be upsetting us, what, those tend to constrict us, we tend to shut down some part of our intelligence, So as we come back to our breath and come into contact with ourselves, coming you know, this is part of coming back home to ourselves, that there's more spaciousness here. And we recognize, oh, I can have anxiety, and I also can have, huh, this. Oh, I can also have awe, both and. You know, we are... Complicated beings and it's not one or the other we're taught to think dualistically our, our whole society has been based on either or this or that you know mm-hmm. <laughs> all the different all the different dualities that are in life and that restricts our attention and restricts our sense of choice but when we can open up and go oh yeah, I'm having I have this experience. Oh, and I also have room for this experience, huh? And something else may come through, you know. So that's a non, more non-dualistic uh, experience, um, one that uh, is also part of the enneagram symbol. We see that there's, you know, we're we're not just one thing or another thing. It's very multidimensional, and we. Um, also, can experience paradox, having more than one thing happening that seem to be opposites at once. Those paradoxes are doorways into our more expansive nature. You know, I I love your 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 take on uh, how.
1: As we go through our experiences or well life challenges or whatever joys or sorrows or whatever uh, it's really just how we are experiencing life right in our so called human form and but it doesn't really have to define who we really are uh, and of course, many carry this history of these experiences throughout their lives so what you're saying is that see it as your experience be with it but allow yourself space to what release yourself or the breathing stillness uh connecting with your inner
2: self uh, uh is, is that where we're going here yeah so you know as i um let's say you know i'm really i'm really upset about Mm -hmm. something somebody said something and it has (laughs) kicked off a reaction in me right you know and so i it's like oh that person oh that person oh that person you know (laughs) and as we look and say oh look at what i'm doing here so you know we're we're talking about another way of looking at ourselves being observant of ourselves Mm -hmm. yes Right. And say, like, oh, look, what am I doing? I, I'm so angry. OK, so I wonder, could I just take that experience and just huh, see, like, what's going on inside of me? And I might notice that there's a lot of heat in my belly or I might notice that it feels like my heart is closed or that I'm tense uh, and I, or I'm ready to, you know, write a really nasty email, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whatever it might be. And stop, you know, and just be with what is my experience in this moment and what happens when we learn how to do that, that capacity. We're talking about um, uh, tapping into our uh, deeper sources of intelligence, actually, here, that we... create something something else uh, unfolds something else arises that oh I'm maybe I do need to say to someone you know you stepped over some boundaries here you know I'm really uncomfortable with that or maybe it's like oh that is just old stuff it's an old pattern I don't even need to say anything you know Mm -hmm. or or maybe I need to do some writing about it so, the, we're tapping into some guidance here, you know, to our own guidance. And the more we're in contact, really, you know, it's, there's three centers of intelligence in the Enneagram. And um, one of them is one that we don't pay very much attention to in this society unless we're really, you know, going down that path where we're learning about it. But it's our belly center and our sensations of our body. Uh, the sensations of our body uh, comprise at least one-third of our intelligence. And generally, we're just not even aware that they're there um, or we try to stuff them down. And as we become more uh, attuned to our, our body's way of communicating with us, is, which is through sensations, we become oh, like we we begin to make friends with our body rather than saying oh I'm too this or I'm too that you know mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and having a lot of judgment. But we come into a deeper contact, an inner inner experience of what is um, happening, what is being communicated to us. Gene, it's such a gift. It's such a gift to have this, and yet um, it is not. Uh, typically something that's in our consciousness so that is a center of intelligence we we learn to develop that capacity for tuning tuning in to our body's intelligence as a source of guidance and uh, information and that to support us Uh, and it helps us to heal as well and I know you have two uh, two
1: additional points there, but I am really pleased that you're sharing this because it really helps us to, like you said, take that pause instead of being reactive. Kind of take that pause, tune into yourself, right? You know, yeah. breathe, tune into yourself if you need to write about it or have some thoughts about it. Give yourself a break <laughs> and be yeah. aware. You know, I, I love the fact that you're it's like the awareness of your body. Am I being doing more damage to my body by being angry and reactive? How can I observe this experience? Look upon, you know, feel my sensations, you know, observe what I'm experiencing. And really, it's like collecting myself so that I could step forward and come into a new awareness of who I I am. I love that. Well, I think we have to uh, take a brief commercial break now, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on deep living, being at home, in yourself with our amazing guest, Dr. Roxanne Howe Murphy.
4: ascension expert judy satori's ascension library will activate your true soul and human potential access a selection of audio-based meditations energy transmissions and live streamed video events transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of mary magdalene for heart opening beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love.
3: Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lovers Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
4: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And joining me is our guest, Dr. Roxanne Howe Murphy, founder of the Deep Living Institute, changemaker, author, teacher, international retreat leader on deep living. Being at home in yourself, it's time to wake up and transform our lives and get connected to the truth of who we really are. Well, Roxanne, you've been sharing some thoughts about what the centers are centers of intelligence and you've talked about the belly center. And there were two additional uh, centers. Can you elaborate on those?
2: I I will Um, and just as a to put it in context, these centers in context first. When we um, bring our attention to these centers, um, and particularly we find um, with the belly center and the heart center, um, that we um, go below the stories that we have told ourselves about who we are or about who somebody else is. We go below our usual way of thinking about how life works and so this um, is a very powerful way to help shift our consciousness which is you know what uh, why we actually use the Enneagram so uh, the next center of intelligence is the heart center and you know as as I'm talking about this um, I'm going to put my hand right over the center of my chest and I'm just actually putting it on very lightly and so, inviting your listeners to do the same, that when we bring our attention to the heart, um, this can be a pretty scary place for people. There's lots of stories about, oh, I'm not very heartful, or I, maybe I don't even have a heart, or or, um, or or what does this mean? You know. So again, we're just coming into the sensations of the heart, and and. Breathing into it, and if we're feeling, um, uh, having a feeling that we th- we suspect is or are identified, labeled as negative, you know, it's like, well, how's my heart right now, and what what's coming up, what, are, what feelings are coming up, and what what's here, what sensations, and this is a center really of truth. So the belly center is our center to help us ground and be connected to the earth, be connected, inhabit ourselves, and uh, inhabit our place in the world. Our heart center uh, supports us um, in knowing the truth. That's not how we typically think of the heart, right? It's it's different. (laughs) It's a different way. Uh, And uh, it helps us to... Uh, attune again to what is true for me right now. Oh, I've been so angry. What's really true? I'm hurt or I'm sad. You know, that might come up. I don't know. It it depends on that moment. But seeing what comes up from this heart center, because this is another, this is a, a third of the intelligence, at least, of our are Be, beans and so having contact rather and and you know when we're bringing attention to the heart and the belly centers you mentioned this before, Gene. It's like oh, we slow down. These centers don't work as quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and our having contact with them is not like thinking about them. We're actually uh, having a direct experience of what's here within me. And that, and that happens at a slower pace. It's just how we're neurologically wired. Um, and so to, you know, give these centers some time um, to, uh, what we might say, come on board, you know, come online to, to, so we can communicate with them. They can communicate with us. And then the third center... You know most of us think about that, so the it's a head center, and most of us go, well, say, well, our thinking center that, oh, <laughs> my my mind's going all the time anyway, so is that what you're talking about? And really, it isn't. It's like the quiet mind, the spacious mind. And I, I can't say to myself or anyone else, oh, let your, your mind slow down because yeah. <laughs> the mind's going to say, no, wait. Right. You know? right. So what helps it to slow down, actually, is coming into contact with the belly center and the heart center. And then when our mind slows down, we have space in between the thoughts. It's not that thoughts go away, but we have there's space in between the thoughts that allow new information to come in. Guidance to come in, or our own guidance to be expressed in a new way, so we get insights and illuminations. We get clarity when our minds can quiet, and so that's the third center of intelligence. You know, this these centers are um, as a basis for working with our own enneagram type. You know, what we're dominant in, Um, our profoundly practical but they're also profound you know all of this work is both practical and profound it's um it's a reorientation to how we relate to ourselves and how we relate you know to others so this is um one of the reasons that i wrote uh, Deep Living with the Enneagram, Recovering Your True Nature, you know, as we come into contact, you know, we know, I know, people hurt, people are suffering, and just about everybody feels like there's something missing in them. But as we come into contact with these deeper centers of intelligence, um, we recognize, oh, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. And so, and that's only a direct experience. I I won't get that from telling myself that from my busy mind. It only comes from a direct experience from within.
1: I I love that. It's really establishing a better relationship with ourselves. And if we establish a better relationship with ourselves, we can establish a better relationship with others. And we don't, we see things from a different vantage point. I think what we do a lot of times is engage with the thoughts, the negative thoughts of the anxiety, yep. and it becomes, you know, who we are. It increases our anxiety and, and yep. stress, so to step back from it, take a break, give ourselves a break, and be more in tune to our body and our breath, you know, to, to, to give ourselves that pause can make us look at things from a different vantage point. I love your thoughts about that. You work with, uh, tell us about your work, your coaching, your services, your programs, what Share
2: with us, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm, I'm writing. I'm, I'm doing a lot of writing. I'm working another book as well. So, what I um, wanted to share, though, you know, is is the my book. I, you know, I've written it to be of service. Uh, Deep living with the anagram, recovering your true nature, which is a revised and updated version that came out earlier this year, twenty twenty, and I. Um, you know, I just want to urge uh, your listeners to consider buying it. You know, authors don't make much money. It's not about me making a lot of money <laughs> selling books. Um, well, it's a helpful but, resource. <laughs> but it is a resource. Mm-hmm. And I really can promise people, I'm, I'm t- uh, writing heart to heart. Um, and if you're, you know, ready for living more deeply and. and willing to read more deeply and uh, I'm going to say you haven't read this material before. This is going to be a new perspective, a life-changing perspective. And there's actually so many practices in it and so many processes uh, that will support you and relating to yourself in a new way. You know, really it is about developing a new relationship with oneself and not Letting go of that identification that I am such and such. And I know it's confirmed and reaffirmed okay. and we're encultured um, <laughs> to right. to think in those terms. But if that's not the truth. And if we're to awaken to our magnificent loving nature and to love itself, then um, the the foundation is... Discovering a new relationship and developing the new relationship with ourselves, and you know this this work has been the foundation of what I've done for the last twenty years, and uh, bringing it all together. Um, so that can be uh, found uh, online at online booksellers or ordered from your favorite indie. Um, uh, I also wrote Deep Coaching Using the Enneagram as a Catalyst for Profound Change. Uh, and that's a that book was written and published in 2007. It took me five years on that one as well, and that actually became the basis for a coaching um, program, a certification program. And so, if people are interested in that, I um, I teach in that program still, um, and a Deep Coaching Institute. Uh, Calm is a way to get more information on that but but this book is still being used widely it's kind of it's actually kind of hard for me to say <laughs> uh, but it's a classic it's a classic in the field and and uh, still used uh widely um and if you go to my website uh, you'll learn more about my work. Um, actually, this Deep Living with the Enneagram, it has received multiple awards, and I'm, I'm really so pleased about that. It was a number one international bestselling book, um, which oh, wow. was Congratulations. A, well, it was, it was thr- uh, sh- thrilling for me, thrilling. Um, so you'll learn more about the books, and I've been re- leading retreats the last several years based upon some new work. <laughs> Um, that started actually about 2012. Um, I'm a slow processor. <laughs> well, well, this has been your life's
1: work. I mean, look at the years you've devoted to this.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really has been. And I, the way I write is I listen. And uh, sometimes I, you know, I, I have to listen, uh, like, Really? I'm supposed to be writing this? Really? I know <laughs> so bad this, feeling. I know you know this feeling, <laughs> really, Jean. I know you know this. So um, I've been doing retreats on what's called Beyond Duality. And that is, you know, looking beyond our usual way of of splitting. Oh, here's my my regular physical material life and here's my spiritual life. And actually it is uh, about living at the intersection of our Finite and our infinite nature. It, you know, it, it's a it's a piece of work. <laughs> wow, um, that is wonderful. Uh, so I'm writing about that, and I lead retreats. My um, international retreats, well, even my retreats in in the country um, were, of course, uh, canceled due to COVID. So I was doing uh, uh, virtual retreats, and I'll continue doing that. So go on to my site, and you'll you can see a bit about that. And I want to tell you about it. I have a gift. So oh, if you, good. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you go to RoxanneHowMurphy.com, RoxanneHowMurphy.com, all one word, um, in the upper left on the home page, you'll see a link. It says free. And you click on that, and you'll receive a free download of Chapter 1 of the Deep Living with the Enneagram book. And that, um, I read just a little bit from that, but again, the title of that is uh, Following the Urge to Be Real. And it talks uh, quite a bit about the Enneagram uh, in that chapter as well as some broader themes. Okay. So, I would love for you to um, have an opportunity to, to get a hold of that and download that and let let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you. So, oh, go ahead. Something else. Well, there's just one other thing. So, um, the Deep Living Institute um, also has offerings and so you can go to deeplivinginstitute.com and I have a number of colleagues that are, um, you know, we work together and uh, have offerings that are coming up. So, um, that's, there's three websites for you. deepcoachinginstitute.com deeplivinginstitute.com and roxannehowmurphy.com
1: Okay, well thank you Roxanne for joining me today. You have truly inspired us to embrace <laughs> our infinite essential nature, which is the realm of love to connect and reclaim our power. Thank you so much.
2: Oh my gosh, it's been my pleasure. I that, that. You know, we, we touched, uh, we just touched into it. Uh, but I been, know,
1: it, it's so much more, so much more
2: to love, to, to learn about big living. Well, it's my, it's really my pleasure uh, to share this with you and with um, all your listeners. And thank you for the great work you're doing, Jean. I'm, it's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Well, today
1: we've really been inspired by Dr. Roxanne Hal Murphy. And we, you know, access her information at the websites and learn more about ways to enhance your relationship with your infinite self. Tune in next week with guest Karen Gibson from Hawaii embracing the new normal in education and send me your insights about our show and results of the love light exercise on the blog page of my website www.jeanfarishjourney.com and email your comments to me at gene 72 farish at yahoo.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and shining their love light around the world. And remember, we're seasoned travelers of the labyrinth. We're losing our way, finding our way, traveling on the beaten path and the road. less travel, eventually finding our way home to the place of spiritual rest and fulfillment. And that is love. And most importantly, remember and empower itself is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today.
0: Thank you for listening to love light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and noon Eastern time on the voice America empowerment channel. Have a wonderful week. Filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.